podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, this is a View from the Bridge, official podcast of the Belfast Giants for KingdomoftheGiants.com. Today's Tuesday, the 20th of December, 2022. Five sleeps to go. My name is Patrick Smith. We're live on YouTube, Facebook, and on Twitter. You can download us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor FM, wherever you get your normal podcasts and all that sort of stuff. On this week's show, uh, it's four-point weekend. Remember those? Uh, they're back, but the Giants also have a one-goal deficit to overcome from last Thursday's Challenge Cup quarterfinal. Uh, we'll get to those games shortly. And if you're watching live, get your questions in for Sam Rupp. He'll be joining us in a short while for a bit of a chat. Joe have a bit of news, and it's time for the Christmas game bonanza. I normally start with Davey, but we've got a we've got Sis back. But he, I think he's ready to make a big entrance. No, you did not. I say Simon Kitchen. Did I say Simon Kitchen? No, no, no. Well, please welcome you to the bridge, Father Christmas. How are you doing? Ho, 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 children! How are you? <laughs> Uh, Phenomenal! I had no idea that was happening. <laughs> no, no, no. There's a bigger question here. Where did the suit come from? How long have you had the suit? You didn't get it for this. What are you talking about? Talking about I've had this suit for hundreds of years. <laughs> are you just here to check who's on the naughty list and the nice list there, Santa Claus? Well, obviously you're on the naughty list with your house at the minute, so we'll say nothing more. <laughs> That's absolutely true. <laughs> Ah, uh, dear. Well, well, Davey, how are you? I'm not too bad, buddy. A little, a, li- a little bit better than last week, that's for sure. I've had a pretty trying week, but um, I made it back to God's country. And uh, thanks to Simon Kitchen yesterday for driving the whole way to Mexico and picking me up and bringing me back, sitting about for hours while my plane was delayed. So, you know, you've got a, I've got a good friend there, as my mum said. So um, if he comes back on the show tonight, I'll let him know that it was very much appreciated. Yeah. I th- we were hoping to have Simon Kitchen on the show, but unfortunately, he's not been around. Joel, how are you? I'm good, mate. Uh, every week before the show, I throw like a wee Instagram story up just to <laughs> let people know the show's on, say who's on it, whatever else. Tonight, I, I swear, five minutes ago, I said, tonight, Sammy Ruop, Santa Claus, Jamie Dornan, Asterix, only one of these is true. Little did I know that we are two for three, and we're only three minutes <laughs> into the show. So looking forward to Dornan's appearance halfway through. Boys, Jamie, I'm- Jamie. It's unbelievable with only five sleeps until Christmas we were able to get Santa Claus on, but here we are. It's been a time with us. Unbelievable. It's a very busy time for sure. <laughs> uh, well, are you up for chatting about a bit no. of hockey then, Santa? I'm no, I'm a very wise going. man, so absolutely, yes. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll have a look at that this evening. Very well known, yep. Big yeah, hockey guy. Going to keep this going. Going to keep this going. We're going to start with the game that took place last Thursday against the Nottingham Panthers over at the NIC. It was the first leg of the quarterfinal of the Challenge Cup. Um, let me just bring up the stats. 
Belfast Giants were subject to a 3-2 defeat on the night. That will be brought back on the 4th of January to the SSC Arena for the second leg. The goal scorers in front of 2,236 people, so not that many people in the NIC for that game. But the goal scorers were Jeremy Welsh with two and Welchica. Well, Welchica? Santa? Welchick. Uh. Welchick. There you go. And for the Belfast Giants, Steve R.A. And Derek Angeli. Um, in goals, Jackson Whistle, 23 shots against, three goals against, and Alex DeBow, 31 shots against, two goals against. Rest with Tom Perring and Oliver Trusswell. Um, a, a one goal deficit, Davey. Yeah, um, and it's one of those two, Paddy. It, you've got to look at this as an overall six period game, so halfway through, kind of, because I know people have got a little bit bent out of shape about losing a two goal lead. Enough. But, you know, <clears throat> To go in the NIC to say we've got a six period game, you first three are going to be in the NIC and you've you've come out with what we've been going through over the last lot of weeks and bodies in, bodies out, to come away with the one goal deficit for me was an absolutely fine outcome. I thought that first period they put a little bit of pressure on us. Jackson Whistle stood really tall in that first sort of ten minutes of the game, and then we got those two goals. Um I don't know if you've read the messages sent there, but at the end of the goals, Adam Keefe's interview comes in. So if we We'll just let that play when it comes to it. Um, two really nice goals worked from the Giants, and we got ourselves into a nice lead. Unfortunately, just the way things have been going, and a, a bit of tiredness, I think, crept in towards the end of the game as well. And I think, ultimately, we've done okay to come away there. I, I don't really have too much analysis on this game because, as I say, it's only halfway through it. But um, I think we were good for a lead, and we were probably good to give the goals up as well because we, we didn't play for the full 60 minutes down to a number of factors, tiredness definitely being one of them. Wait a minute, Santa's gone. Simon, you missed him. Somebody's been sitting on the seat. It's very warm, but I'm not too sure. sure <laughs> well, Nat, you're here. What was your take on the on the results from on, on the play on Thursday against the Nottingham Panthers? Just like again, see what David said. I mean, if you know, you're two goals up in Nottingham, who are let's be honest, they're they haven't had a great season so far, and Corey Nielsen's come in and and again, I've had a mixed bag of results, but you know, you're two going two goals up, you're sort of controlling the game. Um, and then we give up a couple of soft goals. That's that's the easiest way to look at it. It's obviously a two-legged affair, which is great. Um, but I'm, I'm sure Adam would have wanted at least one or two of those back. And he's always said, even if you go into a two-legged game, I mean, two-legged series, sorry, that you, you know, you've got the opportunity to bring a, a team back to your own barn with one goal deficit, and whether it be a plus or a minus, you'd be pretty good. Um, I'm, I'm happy with that situation. And there's a lot of hockey to be played between now and then. Um, but again, great start. Disappointing to give up three goals um, to the Nottingham Panthers for sure. I think, Joel, as both Simon and David said, it, it, the 60 minutes and, and giving up those three goals is the main disappointment considering that I felt, especially in the early stages of this game, we were quite dominant on the nice. Yeah, but I pretty, there's not a lot to add to what the boys have said, you know, I sort of scribbled myself that I think I thought anyway that we dominated half the game. Sort of the opening half hour. I don't know where you think hour. it went wrong. I'm sure. Let's have this here. Well, I thought no, the first period, carry on. Keep it more important game, to me. I thought we were a bit too perimeter, no um, net presence, and obviously let uh, Debose settle in. And I thought he was great after that. And you know, we've had that problem where we're we're, we're allowing goalies to kind of feel the puck and get clean shots and, and see the puck, and and then all of a sudden it feels like we're playing against. Uh, Marty Berdur every night, so um, that's a problem. Scoring's a problem for us right now. Uh, you know, that being said, I, I like a good portion of our game, but I didn't think we did enough. You know, obviously that's the reason why Nottingham won tonight. 
And uh, we're going to have to be better at home and we're going to have to do a lot more. I mean, that's it. We're just not giving enough to, to get results. You know, I thought the same thing on Saturday in Cardiff. We, we played okay, but we didn't do enough to get to make sure we got the win. And I thought it was the same tonight. When you're struggling to score goals a little bit, what can you do to change it? Is it just a moment of magic or do you really have to go back to basics? Oh, I think you got to shoot and hit the net, number one, make, force the goalie to make a save. I think we missed the net uh, five or six times there through the second period with great scoring chances and missed the net. And the goalie doesn't have to make a save. So that's that's start with that, hit the net. Uh, second, we got to get there. We have to create scrambles. We weren't really doing that. You know, we're playing a bit too perimeter right now, and it's, uh, it's costing us games. Yeah, so, I mean... From, from the horse's mouth there, Paddy. You know, like, throwing away the 2-0 is disappointing. Um, I thought we were great for that half an hour, but we are bringing a life tie back home from an, an away first leg. Um, I, I wouldn't go in after uh, the second period of a game, even a goal down, thinking, ah, we're stuffed here. You know, there, there's a goal in this and three periods of hockey to play in our building. Um, so certainly not over. And there were a few moments of magic that, that made this game kind of could have gone the other way. But you've got to close games out just as a general point. But look, the, the Challenge Cup is, is not over. We've plenty of hockey left to play, and we're only down a goal. Absolutely. We'll leave that game there and we'll move on. We'll move back to. Uh, oh, I just that. Remove that and we'll move back to Elite League action. You heard there that Adam Keefe said that we sometimes we feel like we're against Marty Bruder every night. Well, on Saturday night, we're <laughs> against the Sun, Germany, as the Belfast Jazz travel to Altrium to take on the Manchester Storm and what was Teddy Toss night and there's nothing more frustrating on a Teddy Toss night as if you get shut out and unfortunately the Manchester Storm that's exactly what happened 3-0 win for the Belfast Giants Conway and two for Will Cullen rounded out the scoring for there uh in regards to goals Peyton Jones back in goals for the Belfast Giants 24 shots against no goals no goals against so shut out for him and Jeremy Brodeur 46 shots against three goals against Liam Sewell and Stephen Matthews were your referees. Simon, I said to Adam Keefe and after the game, from the stand, certainly, it felt like it was quite comfortable for the Giants. And I've looked at on TV as well. Um, I didn't get to see it live, but I watched it back late Saturday evening. Um, I just thought we controlled it. I just thought we, we sort of bossed at every aspect of it. Yeah, they had their chances. Jonesy was very good. Um and obviously, you know, Adam was, was very happy with that because he took him into the next day as well. And he seems to be playing the hot goalie right now. And, and um, you know, it's you, you've probably a better idea than most of us, Paddy. Manchester's not an easy place to go into. Uh, you know, we've had not two wins we've had there this year. Um, but yep. it, it, do you want me to, is this an interview? Is this, no, no, is yeah, no, no, work away. Work away. No, um, I forgot to pull it. Sorry. Um, the, uh, I just thought that we sort of, you know, we, we we looked very comfortable. We didn't look that we – I actually don't think we got out of third gear. Um, and that was good because three games on the road and four nights is always tough. So coming off the, the loss in, in Nottingham was a really good response from the boys. Um, you know, getting Scott Conway back going again. And, you know, he picked up uh, five points uh, over the, the weekend games against Manchester and Coventry and um, – and, you know, we've watched him all season long. We're very lucky to have him in our team. And, and you know, on, on the form that he's had so far this year, he's the best player in the league. There's absolutely no doubt about that. However, and we said about it over, you know, over the year, and then Adam said it again, it just can't be the top line scoring. We need to get secondary and tertiary scoring. It's good in the last few weeks that the D-men have stepped up. Cully, you know, getting a couple of goals on Saturday night. 
Uh, great to have Josh Roach going again. I thought he looked a bit tired on Thursday. Um, I still think the jet lag was hitting him, to be honest. Uh, but you see this play here again, keeps it on the blue line and, and throws it across the color who steps in. So it's just that experience from, from Roach. You know, he's 30 years of age now. It was a great move to get him back. Um, he's going to be a really important cog uh, moving forward for the rest of this season, for sure. So great to get the 3-0, the especially after a fortnight ago when not Manchester came into Belfast and beat us twice, which... Let's just be honest, we were crap that weekend. Um, so, yep. you know, it's great to get the, the points that go on the board and and hopefully the start of a, um, a successful period over the Christmas break. Interesting as well, Joe. And, you know, that rink is very difficult to play in when, especially when the um, Manchester Storm are in spoiling mode and getting in the way and getting sticks in the way and getting sticks in the lane and just, just being able to, to shut things down. When the Giants found space, you saw it with that first goal of Scott Conway. You saw it when it went out to, to Will Cullen for his first one as well. When the Giants were able to get space, they were able to use space. Paddy, I don't know if you're talking. Oh, was that to me? It was, yes. Joel, your, your internet seems to be having problems. Sorry. Am I back? Am I back? back. I'm back. Sorry. Yeah, look, I, I was kind of waiting for a game like this. Um, I think we're dominant professional. It was a measure of revenge for that zero point weekend at home. Um, I'm delighted for Peyton Jones to come in and have, you know, a confident performance, which turned into a confident weekend. Um, we were 2-0 up in the third when Tyson Fawcett broke away, um, which was their best chance of the game. And again, could have set the tone for the last 10 minutes or so. And he was really confident in how he dealt with that. Um, Scott Conway was just a man possessed. That first goal was awesome, the way he tore into the zone and, and just ripped it shorthanded like that. Um, it was a game that we needed, I think. And, and I think a certain... Uh, a certain part of the victory on Sunday related just to the momentum that we left Manchester with. Needed to see. And sorry, David, coming place, to you on this, they the shut the shut them out in their barn uh, is a sort of defensive play that we needed as well from the night. I think defensively, we've been really good over the last lot of weeks. Um, Especially, I will come to the Sunday night. The, the you know the Coventry Blaze in the first in the first period really went at us, and we were so strong defensively. But we'll come on to the Coventry game. Yeah, um, you know I think we're defending slightly different in front of Peyton Jones than we we'll have for for a number of weeks. He there was still quite a lot of scrambles and stuff in front of the net, and D Man had to dive in there and and clear the clear crease and did it well. And and especially down that last ten minutes, as Joel talks about, you know almost protected in that uh, shutout that he was going his first elite league shutout. He had won in the Challenge Cup earlier in the season. So that's, that's two for Peyton, I think, in about 17 games he's played. Um, but that, that first deal and the speed Conway goes away and scores with. And um, we would uh, we got dancing up and down on our house when that went down, that's for sure. Um, absolutely brilliant that, you know, it's Simon said, four, five, six points or something across the weekend there. We haven't just exactly finished the, the game sheets off. But... Um, that top line's doing really well. There's been goals, obviously, from, from Hookie and Lager have started to click a wee bit as well. And, and you've got the goals coming from the blue line that we'll talk about and we'll come on to Sunday's game, obviously. But I thought in Manchester, we controlled all three zones. Really, really. Simon said it didn't really have to get out of third gear um, to, to take that win. And that's a, a team that came into Belfast, which is the, you know, leaves you scratching your head as the Hayak team came in and beat us twice. You know, they, they had a bit of an off night at home as well, but you can only be as good as you're allowed to play. And I didn't think we allowed them to play after that first couple of minutes in the game. We just, we shut every opportunity down the hat. And then the one opportunity to get the one on none towards the end, Peyton's able to shut it away. And 
were able to close it out for him and get that that well deserved shutout out. I'm sure he's been really desperate to get. And before we move on to the Coventry game, I just want to make a comment to the to the fellow who was standing behind, just just behind me to no, the right. Don't the, be like, uh, don't be like him. that. Oh no, I just fell for him the whole don't game. Like I fell for him. He just stood there with his <laughs> with his teddy bear from minute one, ready to throw it on the ice, and he held it. He held it the same way all the way to the final minute. That's dedication waiting for his team to score. They didn't score. He threw it on as the uh, as the final buzzer went. But yeah, it's uh when you're shut out in Teddy Toss night, that's a that's a frustration. But when the when the Teddies did rein in, there were quite a few of them. So well played them. There's quite a few Patty and I'm telling you for absolute certain they announced a lot of Belfast Giants to clear to, to leave the ice or whatever. Though some of those Teddies weren't thrown with love. Some of those teddies were thrown with anger. So there was a few. <laughs> Glad the guys had their lids on because there's a few boys down the plexi that are pelting those teddies on the ice. Went down. So uh, I'm sure there was, there was one. There was one I saw where which wasn't even thrown. It was just thrown on the ground as the fellow walked out. Somebody else had to pick it up and throw it on the ice. But, uh, the highlights of that game are available from our good friends at Storm TV and uh, John O'Bullard, who had a nice chat with. On uh, on Saturday night as well over in Altrium, uh, we'll go on. We uh, we do have Sam Rip waiting in the wings, so we're going to quickly go to the game on Sunday, and that was of course against down the road against the Coventry Blaze and the Belfast Giants took a win out of there as well to round out the four point week <coughs> win for your Belfast Giants. Uh, Coventry Blaze goals coming from Norse Norse and Halbert, uh, Scott Conway, our guest Sam Rip, Matt Foley, and David Goodwin with an empty netter. Made it uh, 4-2 for the Belfast Giants. And goals, Peyton Jones, 31 shots against, two goals against. And Pavel Hulsa, 35 shots against, three goals against. Matt Rose, David Good were the uh, were the two referees, Joel. And um, it was another fight with the Blaze. Yeah, it was. Um, the, the games at the Sky Dome in particular have just got a reputation over, not even just this season. I remember quite a few of them in years gone by. Just They, they get feisty over there. Um, I don't know what it is between the particular genetic makeup of these two sides. But yeah, look, again, I think Scott Conway was was superb. I think he, he had a real standout weekend. He was superb technically. That, that uh, tie and goal, the, the zone was really crowded and, and he found a way. Um, Con set up, what was he? He was one plus two, set up Sam Riot for the second and he hit the post in the third as well. Um, I think defensively, again, the Giants were, were good on special teams. I think our penalty kill was quite aggressive, um, working off that five on three early in the second period. And also, again, for Peyton Jones, he had another moment that, that you know, could change the, the tempo or, or the, the narrative of a game. Your, your, uh, was it Billings was completely alone on the right hand side in front of goal at two all. Um, and Jones, I think the decisiveness, you know, coming forward to, to kind of take away the angle or, or to disrupt the shot. Um, so I'm delighted for Jonesy to, to, you know, as I say, a, a good performance turn into a great weekend for him. Um, and yeah, it was a four point weekend that uh, everybody needed to see, I think. Oh, Paddy, you're muted. Oh, oh so that's, a, that's a terrible one for me. Uh, the, uh, with regards to, the, I'm, I'm all over the place tonight, lads, you can tell. The, uh, the, the, um, from a point of scores like of scoring, tertiary scoring, and find that we we were seeing some of all that step up here in this game. David, oh sorry, Paddy. Yeah, and look, as I said earlier on there, I thought the players actually in the first, you know, the, the, the things that games switch around on, we're one nil down, we're in a power play set or a penalty kill situation. They are throwing it at us, and that I think there there it was the same line on the ice for both teams for for one minute fifty of that penalty kill uh, we couldn't get off the ice they didn't want to um 
guys are throwing themselves in front of it. It is in the first period at 1-0 down, and we get that shorthanded. Well, it's not actually shorthanded. Foley just jumps out of the um, box at an, at an opportune time. David Goodwin gets a lovely little stick check on it. Foley bangs it through, and it goes through to, to Conway and the score 1-0. And then, with that little bit of momentum, we get a penalty from a slash on as the goal goes in. We go on the power play and, you know, Conway, I think it is, goes down the left wing, pops it across to our guest who's coming on, who absolutely slams it home from, you know, just inside the blue line. Um, it's not this goal, it's, it's one later. But, um, you know, and then they come back into the game, as has been, as you have said, as has been the case with the players over the, the last, but a little bit of the energy perhaps saved in Manchester on Saturday night allows us to go deep in that period. And, you know, we go down into the sort of whatever it was, 55th, 54th minute before fully scores makes it 3-2 and then a lovely one-handed finish for the captain to make it 4-2 with the empty netter. I thought it was a well enough deserved win to be quite honest with you. Um, whilst the players stuck in there, the quality grade A chances, the, the quantity of grade A chances, you know, everything on the stat sheet says it was a comfortable enough Belfast chance win to me. I think that's it as well, Simon. Is you know, we may have been lacking in those great A cham- chances over the last number of weeks that have sort of where we've been getting a lot of quantity on on goalies. We've not been getting the quality on on Sunday. I felt I agree with Davy. I felt we were getting those quality chances. Again, you get you get a win against Manchester, and Manchester gives you confidence. So you know, it, it, this game, it's the same as when you get on a, a streak where you're not playing your best and it's about you know you're losing a few games and then all of a sudden you start to click again and and you know it's not you know you obviously you had cons out for a couple of games sam is out for for probably three weeks with an injury uh you've we've had i think davy's stats davy is it 80 plus games we've lost import games already this season with injury and what i don't I, i'll update my sheet later on Sam. i don't know it was it was phenomenal earlier in the season it was phenomenal yeah, you, you've got a, you're missing that many guys who are out injured, and and you know you're asking the likes of Ben Lake, who you know we all know about my man crush on Ben Lake. You know, he, he's he's just absolutely top notch, and you know he's come into this since the start of December. He's got four goals and three assists, and Cully's really stepped up the last few weeks. Obviously, Sam getting a huge power play goal there on on Sunday. You know, with 40 seconds left in the in the first period, it's huge as well, and it's it's those timely efforts that. That, you know, you just get going your way and it really makes a big, big difference. But, you know, scoring even strength goal, a power play goal, short-handed goal and an empty netter uh, all in one game doesn't happen very often, but I'd take them all day long. Um, and again, Coventry, we've just had Coventry's numbers so far this season moving in um, every time. And I'm pretty sure that we've, we've been in Coventry this year, we've won. Um, and it's not, I mean, they're they're sitting where they are in the league because they deserve it. They've, they've started the season really well. And that's one thing that they do do against us. They start the first period really, really well. They start off flying every game, uh, but we've just got their number, and that's just happens. And and uh, you know, say we're with those two wins at the weekend. Obviously, the big win in Manchester, and then uh, getting the the chance to you know obviously get the win on the Sunday night as well. Or Sam getting his his absolute bullet from the point. Hopefully, you can hear me in the in the the uh, green room. But um, <laughs> you know, he can talk us through that, and I'm sure it'd be very modest the way Sam is. Um, and uh, you know, that that is a huge goal for us, as I say, 40 seconds to go in the period, uh, on the power play, which we, you know, with the, with the, the guys that we have, um, available to us, we should be a lot better on the power play. But as Adam said in his interview a few minutes ago, we're making every goalie in the league look like an NHL goalie, and once we start finding their spots and picking our corners and 
and uh, hopefully a wee bit more confidence comes that way as well. And and you know we've got a long stretch here now with against the Scottish team, so hopefully we can pick up a few more wins. The highlights of this game are available from our good friends at Blaze TV with Stu and Ed, and we've spent, we've mentioned them a couple of times now. So let's have a chat with them. The fan agenda it brought to you by our friends at Belfast Giants TV. He got that goal on uh, on Sunday in Connery back in the lineup, and we love having him on the show because he's just Mister Positive. Sam, we're up. How are you doing? Hello. Hey, buddy. I'm doing well. Thank you guys so much for having me. Gosh, I, I didn't think that it would be. Uh halfway through the season before I make an entrance, but you know, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. That's all and Patty. You've, and you've I, I I'm I'm admiring the hat. I quite like the cap. Oh, nice, nice, nice look. Great hat. Thank you. Yeah. No, it's, Sam it's have you have you got a selfie stick? No, it's just my my arms. They're they're pretty long. <laughs> <laughs> so Sam yeah, I don't that's Let's get stuck in. Give us your reflection. Four points from the weekend, a goal for yourself. How do you look back at this weekend for, for the team? Yeah, I, I really liked this weekend. I thought it was uh, a couple really great games and character games as well. These were massive points that we needed as a team. And so we knew that going into this weekend uh, that, you know, this could, could either kind of uh, change or, or break our season so we went into this uh, knowing full well we needed to get the the wins and you know that's what we did and uh credit to uh you know everybody involved um you know jonesy he stood on his head both games and um you know our special teams i thought was really well as uh as well so no i i feel pretty good moving forward and uh you know hopefully this starts a win streak for us I, I think I ask you this every time because it's always it seems to be the game after Manchester. But did your brother give you any sort of heads up as to how to play on that Manchester ice? <laughs> yeah, he he said that it's uh, it's pretty unique, and obviously from last year playing in it the the first time, I like I couldn't believe it the the drizzle dome we call it because you you get on. <laughs> yep, that's its name. <laughs> but uh, no, from uh, yeah, from back, back home, <laughs> back, uh, back home in Saskatchewan, I'm used to playing on the small ice surfaces so uh even though I, i'm pretty lanky or big body out there it's uh it's kind of what i'm used to growing up so i, I tend to to do well sam if we can go back a game there the last i think it was thursday night the first leg of the challenge cup semi-final probably quite new for some of the guys in the locker room to pay, play a six period game you know where both periods are all six periods kind were we happy enough coming away with our just one goal down or is a slight tinge of disappointment with being the two goals up? Yeah, it's it's definitely a slight disappointment. Uh, obviously, when you're two goals up, uh, you need to buckle down and, you know, do whatever you can to, to solidify that win. But, you know, stuff happens in hockey. And uh, fortunately for us, you know, we, we have another game or, where we can go out and, uh, you know, do what we can and uh there's there's zero doubt in me that uh you know we're not going to get it done so this just kind of adds a little more uh pressure to us which you know i think we we strive under and you know uh, last year it uh was kind of something similar with uh, with coventry so you know we're uh we're looking forward to it and it's just another challenge that you know we're uh we got to get done so similar to kind of this weekend you know build off of that, learn from uh, our mistakes against Nottingham. And we know that we can't let that happen again. So 
I think Simon just mentioned briefly there in, in his analysis of the game about the penalty, or not the penalty kill, sorry, the power play not clicking just as much as it could have this season. But over the last number of weeks, the actual the numbers are quite well on the upturn. I think with four, or with four um, shorthanded goals in our last five games as well. So pretty aggressive in the penalty kill. We've came up with a few power play goals as well. So things are looking better in the special teams as well. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I know on the penalty kill, we're, we're looking to be a little more aggressive and uh, it kind of shows out there. You know, we put teams uh, on edge that just makes them have to make a, a decision that much faster. So it seems to be working well. And, uh, you know, for our power play, you know, us getting uh, Rochi, uh, acquiring Rochi, you know, he's uh, he's a very skilled player. So that's definitely going to add benefits to our power play as well. And it's... Uh, He's already making an impact out there, making good plays. So I'm I'm excited to see what he can do moving forward with with our power play and uh, playing some special minutes. Rupert, good to see you. First of all, uh, it is way too late in the season to have Rupert's first appearance, Paddy. He should be a panelist. <laughs> he shouldn't even have to as a guest. Uh, you're a you're a year two guy now. Um, it's really good to have you back. Um, what changes coming into your second season in Belfast? You, you know, you're obviously this from from what I can see anyway is the longest you've spent anywhere since you were in U Sports in college, and and that was at home in Saskatchewan. So, what changes kind of being in that second year? Is it difficult? Do you miss home, or do you feel more comfortable and more established now? Good question. Yeah, I I feel a lot at home now. I, obviously, there's a familiarity of the team and the city and uh, the fans and you know, coming into this season, you know, having that familiar, familiarity and uh, a bunch of the guys from the year prior, it, it definitely makes things easier and, and the adjustment uh, easier coming back. And with that being said, too, like I, I understand Kiefer and, and his systems, how he wants me to play, how he expects me to be uh, on and off the ice. So um, understanding your place within the team, it definitely helps. And uh it, it makes it exciting as well. So I, you know, I go out into the city and recognize fans and stuff. It's uh, it has a little more home feeling to it. But no, for for sure, it's uh, you know I I miss uh, you know friends and family back home. That's inevitable. But you know you're going to experience that wherever yeah. you go. But coming coming here, the the adjustment it just makes it that much easier. Especially this time of year as well, right? I mean, Christmas, I always think, is so different for professional hockey. Is Joel frozen again? Oh, man. Am I back? Joel, when get your internet sorted? Where are you living now? <laughs> must be in Glen Move, move on. I'll get this fixed. Um. I'll get this fixed. <laughs> Sam, you must have been really pleased to see your mum and dad and, and your uh, uncles and stuff in last week as well. Yes. Oh, yeah. It was great, and I know they had an absolute time too. They they love it here in Belfast, and uh, yeah, I love what it, what it all has to offer. So, no, it, it's great being able to see family, and it's a, it's a good experience for them to come over here as well. You know, it's a uh, it's a lot of fun. It's it's their vacation, and um, yeah, they uh, they en enjoyed the Guinness as well. <laughs> Just want to touch on, obviously, um, I, I, I don't know if it's been announced yet, and I don't actually know if I can say it, so we'll, we'll <laughs> not touch on it just yet. So tell us about your schooling. On, tell us this. about your schooling. Obviously, this year, you, you you had last year sort of a schooling, but this year it's just hockey. How are you finding the change in that this year? I mean, obviously, you 
you don't have to study as much, but how are you finding that change? Yeah, it's been different because, uh, it, you know, I mean, I, I graduated this year and, uh, so, so I, I finished my congratulations, Sam. That, the congratulations. There, yeah, there it is. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, so I, I finished my, my MBA masters of business, business administration and, um, yeah, so this is the first year in five years that I haven't been doing school. So, uh, it, it's a little bit of an adjustment, you know, I'm used to having deadlines and assignments, tests, to kind of keep me preoccupied. So now I have all this free time and, um, I, I don't know what to do with myself, you know, it's, uh, but no, it, it's great. Um, able to just kind of live life and, and really enjoy it. And um just kind of making the most of everything right now and really focusing on my my hockey career not not to say i wasn't beforehand but this just kind of gives me play and um you know do the little things that uh is is really going to benefit me moving forward and really work on my game so i'm i'm enjoying it and it's I, i'm super relieved to, to be done school now and just the last one from me sam um you you know Roche from from back in University of Saskatchewan. Uh, his I think he was top point scorer of the year that you first went to, to Scotch, uh, Saskatchewan. What I mean, obviously, there's only a couple of other guys in the room that knew him from back when he played his first year in Belfast. The year after that, what's he? What's Roche bring to the team? What what sort of teammate is he from your perspective and the guys in the room and how's he settled in? Yeah, Roche's a Roche's great. He's a he's a good guy. Uh, we played together at the University of Saskatchewan in my first uh, season. So that would have been his last uh, season there. So we only had the one year together, but no, we became good friends right away. We're, we're uh, kind of similar in ways. And it's uh, obviously nice to have another Saskatchewan boy on the team. That's uh, the province, uh, province I'm back home. Uh, I'm home from back. <laughs> I'm from back home. Sorry. Uh, so same with him. No, he's uh, he's a good, good guy. Uh, quiet at times, but uh, no, he'll he'll chime in when he can. And as a player, uh, I mean, a lot of you fans already know he's he's super skilled and uh, he's established himself well here when when he played uh, his first year in Belfast. So you guys know all about him. Uh, but no, I'm I'm happy to have uh, another friend uh, back on the team. Going to go do a couple of questions that have come from guys watching it live, Sam, and one from Shauna. So you sort of something you touched on with, with Joel, which is, you know, do you feel more confident coming into this season, knowing how the league plays and, and knowing how other rinks are? Yes, absolutely. You know, uh, first year in the league, you, you go into some of these rinks, like the Drizzle Dome we just touched on, like you don't know what to expect. And, you know, you're, you're used to practicing, you know, at the – at the SSE for the most part or playing on bigger ice and going to some of those rinks. Yeah, it can be a, an adjustment, but um, on top of that, just the style of play, I think is a little bit different as well. I'm, I was kind of used to more of a, a North American style, which uh, this is quite similar to, but it also has uh, the skill and the open ice plays. So um, yeah, I feel, I feel a lot more comfortable coming in a lot more confidence in my play and, um, hopefully, yeah, you guys can see that on the ice. One coming in from Jayla, from sorry, from Jayla Mooney, who's asking what influenced you coming back to Belfast. Yeah, so um, obviously, uh, you know, school played a big factor in it, and yeah. um, 
you know, coming into this year, I, I just, I was super familiar with uh, the town, with the, the team and the fans. And it's, uh, it's a place that, uh, you know, I, I feel is going to be great for developing my game moving forward and uh, to develop me as a person as well. I, I love Belfast and uh, Northern Ireland and, and Ireland and um, everything that that has to offer. There's a lot of benefits uh, as well and a lot of value that uh, you have to take into consideration of when we're choosing to play hockey. One more that's come from Margaret Patterson. I suppose when you were talking about your schooling would have been the answer here, but she's asking, what's your favorite thing to do in your off time? Yeah, good question. Uh, well, there's, there's many things, but uh, I, I enjoy going for walks mostly, um, whether that be uh, just into the city, uh, you know, do some people watching there or, or out and about going on hikes or going towards the beach. Uh, oh, it's uh it's uh, probably the thing that I, I do most in, in my time off. This is kicked back to me now, um, Sam. I don't really have another question. I just want to say, you know, after Thursday night's game, just want to wish you a really happy Christmas and uh, enjoy your enjoy the couple of day, down days you probably get before you start gearing up again for the uh, the games that'll come thick and fast straight afterwards. But uh, yeah, just for me, happy Christmas, mate, and uh, hope to see you down the rink over the next few days. Uh, yeah, thank you very much. And oh, happy and Merry Christmas to, to all you Friday. guys. And, and uh, yeah, thank you for having me on here. It's, uh, it's great. And, uh, you know, maybe we can do it again sometime. Absolutely. <laughs> so th this is always a, it's a crazy busy period because you want to have your Christmas, but you also have so many games that are thrown in. And, you know, we've got the, the two games against Glasgow back to back. We've got the game on Thursday against Fife and there's just so much. But also, you know, it, hopefully we'll have, a, we'll have pretty big crowds coming in because it's because that time of year when people want to get out and about and see, maybe see a hockey game. So hopefully, uh, hopefully it'll be a great, a great season for you and a great season for the Belfast Giants. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it's a it's a great, you know, great bonding time for for friends and family, and no better way to do it than come to a Belfast Giants game. That's for sure. Nice, Rupert. Nice. Thanks for your time, man. <laughs> oh, thank you, guys. Thank Thanks, you, very buddy. Much. Thanks, Dad. Yeah. Massive thanks to Sam Rob for joining us once again on Reviews of the Bridge. Uh, listen, the, the guy's got, he's always got a smile on his face. So I nice. love having him on the show because he's just such a, one of these real positive guys. And it's, uh, you know, you, you would know as well, Sis, from, from your work with him at the Giants. He's just a top player. I mean, we did the North Coast Tour at the start of the season again. Obviously, that was his second. The first year, he was just epic. Um, and the second year, this year, when we went up there and late, uh, Late August, I think it was, and um, he he was just brilliant crack. I mean, he he, he took the he was a compere on the bus of the microphone. He got all the boys, all the rookies up to sing, and and then he was telling stories. He's just a proper proper character, a really good teammate. He's great in the room. Um, you know, he's he's just a. I, I said it when I was on here last year. He's one of the nicest guys I've ever met in hockey. Um, and he can turn into a complete prick on the ice. Um, you know, and, and you that, he gets under people's skin. I mean, that night that he pummeled the life out of Sam Duggan, you know, he just went out massively up in my estimations. Um, and uh, and then I don't think Duggan's been anywhere near him since. Every time he gets on the ice, he gets off. But, um, you know, Sam's just an absolute top, top lad. Great player. Um, and again, it's great to get him back because I know, as I say, he's been hurt for a while now. And, and that injury um, sort of slowed him down. But great to get him back. Great to get him to get that goal at the weekend. 
and uh, he's going to be a big part of our jigsaw moving forward. Here, here. It's great to have him back on the show. I really love having him on. And like you say, a great player for us. And long may that continue. And big thanks to everybody who sent in uh, comments and messages and questions and that for the fan of Agenda. Joel, any news? Yeah, Paddy, really quick look around the league. Uh, Davey, have you got AirPods rattling around your desk or something? Because there's a bit of madness going on with that audio. Are you, are you kicking one around with a microphone in it? <laughs> it's all calmed down. It's all calmed down. Oh, well. right? um, Cardiff Devils began an all Scottish homestand with a 5 3 win over the Stars on Saturday evening. The Glasgow Clan were beaten 6 3 at home by the Steelers, and the Fife Flyers dropped another at home to the Nottingham Panthers, losing 4 1. Um, on Sunday, the Devils made it four points with a 5 1 win over the Clan. The Stars returned home to face the Steelers, losing 5 2. Uh, the Gilbert Flames did it in OT against the Manchester Storm, needing just 23 seconds to score on the power plate, winning 4 3. And the Panthers and Flyers took it to Nottingham for their second game of the weekend with Corey Nielsen's side completing their four point weekend with a 4 0 shutout. Um, and that was a zero point weekend for every team in Scotland. Um, aside from the Giants' road trip to Nottingham, there was one other Challenge Cup quarter final first leg since we last met, and the Guildford Flames blanked the Coventry. Uh, Blaze five to nothing at the Spectrum on Saturday night. Um, a bit of transfer news. There was a few movements this week. Uh, the Cardiff Devils this afternoon announced that they've strengthened their team with the arrival of forward Rory Herman. Um, he's a dual national, formerly of NCAA D1 school RPI, who you might remember from, I think, the first Friendship Four in 2017. Um, Brody DuPont said he's a young guy who's hungry to take the next step into pro hockey, and he understands the role we're looking for. We're short on bodies, and we're looking to add players that can bring energy into our lineup. He likes to hit. He's reliable defensively, and he's excited for the opportunity. Um, elsewhere on Tuesday, the Coventry Blaze confirmed that forward Radek Vaselli had left the team for personal reasons um, and the Glasgow clan announced the departure of Nolan Laporte after recently receiving a lucrative offer in Europe um, in three seasons and 122 games for the clan Laporte scored 48 and added 53 assists um, the press release said that the coaches are actively pursuing new players and we hope to be able to announce as soon as deal deals have been finalised but um, a really tough season for the clan just keeps rolling on not long after the departure of uh, of Wa. Um, quick note on the playoff final weekend. Uh, tickets for the 2023 Viaplay playoff finals weekend are continuing to sell strongly, according to the league. Um, but time is running out to take advantage of the early bird offer. Um, discounted tickets are only available until 23.59 on the 31st of December, after which tickets will be available at standard prices. Um, they're on sale directly through the Motor Point Arena website. So if you haven't got your playoff final weekend tickets and you're planning to, get on there and make sure and save a bit of money. Um, we have had no dops since the 4th of December, so fair play to everybody. Um, it's the and, usual sort of Christmas break for dops. <laughs> yeah, just, just go into hiding, yeah. yeah. Um, and and that is a quick look around the league. That's your news, Paddy. Yeah, so I think the, 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 the what's going on in Glasgow I find fascinating. You use why you lose, you lose the port. Nobody been really forthcoming coming in. They're looking at changes at, you know, regards to, like, ownership and stuff like that. Um, we, obviously, we're going up against them next week, but you wonder, says, will changes be made quickly there? Because everybody's in the market. Yeah, um, everybody is in the market, and it's you know, it, 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 even the ex NHL, I think they stopped their. They've got a, um, a a period now where they're not allowed to do any trades in between the. I think it's I think it's today actually, maybe tomorrow. They're not allowed to do trades for like ten days because it's Christmas and. and and let's be honest, I mean, you, you, if you're a North American man, you won't be wanting to leave there until after Christmas. So are yeah. they going to get somebody in for the game? Do they play this week? I'm not sure if they, they play during the week this week, Glasgow, but I know we play them on Boxing Day away, and then we're at home on the uh, the day after the 27th. So 
hopefully they don't bring anybody else in um, yeah. and we're ready to go on both days. Um, you know, but I know that Adam's given the boys a couple of days off after this game on Tuesday night, and it's and it's a difficult one because it's not as if they can go out and get you know have a few drinks in the on Christmas Day. They, they, they're playing the next day, and and these guys are professionals, so they'll be ready to go on Boxing Day. Um, but it's as I say, Paddy, it's one of those ones where the markets, you know, there's not a lot out there right now. Um, uh, you know, it's a difficult one because the way the exchange rate is, the way the yep. you know the Brexit issues are, and you know we can't just bring a European player in anymore. Is that like Ricky Palmberg a few years ago? You know when we brought yeah. him in, so it's it's a difficult one. Um, but it's not just you know Manchester Storm. It's not just the Glasgow clan. There, there's other teams that are interested in making player signings, and um, but it's just not as easy to to make it happen overnight. And it's interesting. We have a comment there from Chris Lovell, just saying, you know, if you were a player, would you want to join exactly. the clan right now? You're going to Google it, like, yeah. aren't you? <laughs> Listen again. It's one of those ones where you've got a chance to play a perfect, but maybe a first year coming in, you got a chance to play straight out of school or out of college in North America. You got a yeah. chance to play. You, play, play. Like, you know why wouldn't you? I mean, Glasgow's a great city. You know, do I want the Glasgow clan to win games? No, I don't. <laughs> at the end of the day, you know, you get a chance to play professional hockey, even if they're giving kids a chance. You know, like some young name standing for them has been brilliant. He's only 20, yeah. 21 years of age. He's he stepped up from Solway last year. He's a really good prospect. And they're giving a couple of our guys chances to play hockey. So, you know, if they're coming from North America, coming from Europe, I'm sure they'll get a few more <clears> guys. In the, the, but do I want them to win games? No. I we'll hope they lose every other game to now and then the season. But that's just me. <laughs> Welcome back, David. We're just talking about the clan and about the, what they're going through at the minute, losing players and, and, and everybody in the market. And we, Sam was just saying, you know, market, it's different, it's difficult, isn't it? It's great. You want your rivals yeah. to be as weak as possible. Yeah. I have no, 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 wish them no success. Sorry. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. Let's, no, let's crack no, on. I would, I would expect nothing. I would expect nothing less from any of their fans either. So. Yeah. That's the All love more, mate. That's it. That's it. Uh, we've got three games in the next week over the Christmas period. Uh, Belfast Giants take on the Five Flyers at home on Thursday evening at 7 p.m. at the SSE Arena. And then after Christmas, we have our sort of traditional home and home series against the Glasgow clan. Uh, Monday, 5 p.m. I love to say Monday. As if anybody realizes that the, the day after Christmas is going to be a Monday. It's going to be one of those where you wake up, you don't know what day it is. Right, covered in yeah, celebrations. Just, what day is it? Yeah, but Monday, 5 p.m. at Brayhead Ice Arena. Uh, you get that in Clan TV. And then we come back here the following day on the Tuesday, 7 p.m. at the SSE Arena. Jazz TV. We've got a few games coming up, Joel, against the, the Scottish the, the Scottish teams as we traditionally do. And it's an opportunity, as was said earlier, to get points on the board. Yeah, it gets wild over this kind of fortnight or so, um, and it is a really important period. Whenever those fixtures, you know, get congested, um, you know, you, you start to maybe look a little bit closer at the standings on on the other side of Christmas and, and see where you're at and what kind of pace you're setting. So, um, you know, it'd be really nice to put a couple of difficult weeks recently behind us and just to go on a bit of a run, use that momentum and that confidence from a really strong weekend on the road and to and to putting some points up against teams who, let's be honest, I said it earlier, you know, every Scottish team there came out with a zero point weekend, so there's points to be had you know we're the, we're the Belfast Giants you would expect to, to at least uh, to at least take a majority of points there and um, but look one game at a time as the coach often reminds us and, and the next one is on Thursday so that's the only focus right now 
you were saying it just a few minutes ago, Simon, in regards to this sort of Christmas period. And, you know, it, there, there are a lot of games packed in and hopefully we get good crowds into them. But for the boys, you know, it takes on a different meaning because a lot of them away from home, you know, they're having to, they've got a job to do regards on the ice, but it's also Christmas time. Yeah, but they got their Christmas there a few weeks ago, Thanksgiving. So let's just hope that they're ready to go for our Christmas. Um, <laughs> look, again, they're professional. Um, they'll be ready to go on, as you say, what day is the next game? Thursday. Thursday. That. Yeah. Thursday. Thursday. So, you know, they'll be ready to go on Thursday. They get a couple of days off, and then they've got four games in five or six days. So, you know, it, it's, it's, it's a tough, tough schedule. Um, you know, away on Boxing Day is never easy. Hopefully, you know, travel and all is okay, and we can get – um, we can get over and back, and, and obviously it, it's uh, it's an earlier face off as well. I think on on uh, Boxing Day in, in Glasgow, five and then back in Belfast for for um, for Glasgow on the twenty seventh, five and the 29th, and then away on New Year's Eve to to uh, the Kingdom of Five for for the last game of the year. So they're they're coming thick and fast, but it's 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 a matter of just Adam, George, Stewie all preparing the guys for each game individually and they'll not be looking for games after christmas right now it'll all be about the 22nd they're back on the ice tomorrow morning this christmas schedule davy could make a break a season same for every team every season um there's a lot of games played around the festive season and, and one thing that i'd add it's whenever I spoke to simon there the other week when josh roach was signed like josh roach could have said yeah i'll come in the first of january i'll have my christmas at home i'll have my christmas yeah. scotch scotch with my family i'll work an extra couple of weeks or whatever the job is i'm doing at the minute and I'll come over and help you out in a few weeks. And you know what? We'll probably still assign him because he's a great agent, you know, great free agent out there in the market. But for him to say, no, you know what I'll do? I'll have my Christmas in Belfast with new teammates and away from my family or whatever. That says a lot about Josh Roach's character as well. So, you know, really pleased to see him back in the lineup. And yeah, you, you just got to hope that um, we stay healthy, especially over the next few few weeks, next two weeks, not even the next two weeks, next seven, eight, nine, day, ten days. You know, it's, it's, it is, yeah. it's going to be a crucial time. That you want one, two, three, four, what five games between now and the end of the year. So uh, it's going to be a busy period. So you just got to stay healthy, and everybody's just got to put their foot on the mat here and, and go from the first shift of the first game. Here, here. Those three games coming up between now and next week's show will be Belfast Jazz Five Flyers Thursday at the SSC Arena, seven p.m. Uh, Glasgow Clan at home Monday. Sorry, Glasgow Clan away Monday, five PM at Brayhead Ice Arena, and that'll be on Clan TV. And of course, we return for the return game on Tuesday, seven PM at the SSC Arena against the Glasgow Clan. And if you're not, you get Mister Kitchen on Giants TV. Any other business, boys? I've got a few, if you don't mind. Jennifer. Welcome back, sis. Yeah, let's go. Uh, firstly, Team GB on their twenties, outstanding silver medal oh. in the World Championships. Great Marshall. job by Kyle, Mac, and, and uh, Carter. Um, fantastic. I have three kids from a local club involved in that setup, and, and they did absolutely fantastically well. Um, the second one is Laura has asked me to, to say a few things um, with regards to everything that's happened over the last couple of weeks with regards to Teddy Bear Toss, um, AJ and I, that Davey and, and, and Laura were involved in doing a wee thing for her last week with Mark Garside. Obviously, he was on last week for yourselves. Um, the teddy toss it over, I think it was something like over 1300 teddy bears. Um, and then the next morning at half past eight, nine o'clock after the, the Manchester game on the Saturday night, you've got the likes of Michael Barr, Karen, Janet, Laura, um, all in there trying to sort out what's what. And the, 
but our fans have been absolutely fantastic with regards to bringing the teddy bears in yeah. not getting the shutout where the boys did well that night in furnace uh, it wasn't a great result but they didn't um get the teddy bear toss uh, shut out um and for coming up big with with all those teddy bears and all the gifts for cash in as well we had to take uh taft's fan which is sponsored by bridge commercial by the way um <laughs> we, had to, we had to take taft's fan to uh which was more or less full of toys to um cash or sorry um cash for kids um warehouse which is over um in south belfast and it was unbelievable and all these gifts that were brought in over those two weekends the first two weekends of the of december we we can't say thank you enough to everybody for it it was absolutely fantastic even even today there was there was teddy bears that weren't suitable for the hospital that we give to a charity in north belfast laura and i took them there today the boys were you know there, there was a few boys away larvh um uh the week after that and then last week they were away lilster hospital only supposed to be there for an hour um goody jackson whistle and soise i think it was and laura um and they ended up staying for nearly three hours um and every child that was in the the hospital unit and even the ANA as well they've been around and give a teddy bird every single one of them so you know thanks very much to the boys thanks to everybody thanks to the fans for putting all that together bringing all into the arena itself you're absolutely outstanding. I, I couldn't play appreciate anymore. Um, and the last one, Robin Gouin has had her jersey missing, the Kevin Rain jersey. It's on um, Laura's page. I think it might be on Brian Corner's page as well uh, that, that is missing. And they're, they're putting the box on, um, they're putting an empty box on the counter, customer services counter at the weekend. So any, or this Thursday, sorry. So if anybody does have that jersey, they may have lifted it by mistake and didn't even realize it. There's some people saying that it's been stolen. That might not be the case. If you have it and you don't even think, you might think it's yours and if you realize it's not, bring it, put it in the box. Nobody's going to ask any questions. Do the right thing. Just bring it back, put it in the box, and let somebody have their, their uh, price possession back again. Um, I think that's me. Sorry. Nice one. And just to go back to the, the to the point you made there, Simon, it's it, it's something that we've said time and time again. It's something that we've seen time and time again. Be it you know the the, the generosity of the, of the fans and and, and the organisation when it comes to to these things regards to you know, the sick kids or you know we had it ourselves the other week where Davy went into his attic to pull out some season one merchandise to bring back. Did you bring it all back, with you, Davy? It's all back. It's all back. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, the, but the generosity is remarkable, and it, it just goes to show what sort of a what sort of a club we are, both with regards to the organisation, the fans, and everything. What sort of a club we are that 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 we're able to do things like this. Go on, David. I I reached out. A guy reached out to me yesterday to say he had come across a couple of really vulnerable families in Belfast. Um, could I help him raise three hundred quid for them? And I says, look, man, I've been doing a lot of fundraising for the last lot of weeks. A lot of the people that have been asking, you know, you can't keep going back to the same well every time. But I had that Sam Rayop jersey that I was lucky enough to win a few seasons ago. Simon reminded me during the week we still had it. I put it on, uh, you know, the value of it to me, it cost £10, you know, and, and ballot tickets. I was lucky enough to win it. So, you know, try and make some money out of it. And a guy offered me 150, well, didn't offer, I put it up for 150 pounds. And within 10 minutes, I could have sold it five times. You know what I mean? That's a generosity of people coming up to Christmas. And the guy who actually, Zach, the guy that bought it, what, please the only jersey. But he was just like, mate, I just want to, that's great that you can help another family out. I'm happy to, you know, give a few quid of my wages towards another family. The generosity of the Giants fans this last lot of weeks has been 
unbelievable. Um, Mark Garside's mother-in-law got in touch to say thanks to all you guys for for getting involved with what we did. That and they, I think I, I don't think it would be a secret to say that it raised over six thousand pounds for the neonatal intensive care unit. In, in Quinn's name, which is just absolutely Amazing. fantastic. We we Amazing. obviously had just a little little small part in that, and just the fundraising that we're allowed to be able to get involved in. Just you know, while we've got this platform, let's just use it, you know, for good, and that's 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 really humbling to be able to be involved in stuff like that. It's yeah. brilliant. Sorry for jumping in there, Patty, but I mean, uh, Jasmine was born in the same hospital. Um, yeah, you know, I'm not, I'm not too sure if the uh, years weren't sure when you were born in England. One was born in Nails. No, one was born. Ruby was born in uh, the Royal. Actually, yeah, you know what I mean, and and you know what, just talking about it today, and I don't know where you're bringing up on here, but I'm going to anyway. Um, I mean, the nurses and, and the the hospital staff, and the paramedics, and all of Belfast have all been out in the streets today because they're not getting paid enough. They need to get their finger at that government and sort of bloody out. It's ridiculous. Here, here. Um, they've been out on their street and beeping the horn and have to beep the horn the whole way through driving through the Ulster Hospital today. I must have done it about you know two or three. I mean that traffic coming through there, you may as well just kept your your finger in the horn for about fifteen minutes for goodness sake. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, the uh, it was fantastic to have it, and um, and you know hopefully they do end up getting exactly what they deserve because they're worth every ounce of what they have. And baby, I did, did find that shirt. So there we go. Um, I well, actually bring out Thursday. What? Bring it on Thursday. I have to remember yeah. bring it on Thursday. Uh, uh, but yeah, I fully agree, Simon. Pay the nurses what they're due. Pay the paramedics what they're due. But, you know these people. These people deserve it. If they've had pay it, the survey. Pay the surveyors what they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> I could see his face and knew uh, something was coming. Uh, <laughs> let, let's let's reconsider that. But we'll come back to that. If you want to go out and strike, David, you go for it. The, uh, <laughs> any other business, yet. gents? Joel, David? No, just there. Happy Christmas. Well, yeah. that was, that was that, that that your job. You you crack on there. Then that's your job. Sing a side. Sing a side. I don't know. Obviously, a few days to Christmas. Last year before Christmas, I want to wish the three of you, gents, a very Merry Christmas. I hope you have a wonderful one that's happy and healthy. And uh, and everybody else who's been watching in and uh, watching in now or listening in, we hope you have a fantastic Christmas time, Christmas period. And uh, and uh, that uh, Santa Claus, who was live on this show earlier just this evening. Is is Dornan coming on now or? (laughs) No, he's cancelled. Dornan, just a a reminder: this is my last Christmas without a win. So if you see me out, feel free to buy me a Guinness. That will be other other (laughs) things available. Feel free to buy me a pint um, because I'm going to make the very most of it. But yeah, that's right, actually. Make the most of it, mate. But yo, I hope everybody has a happy, healthy, and wonderful Christmas. Uh, the games this, I said, in the next few days, Thursday, 7 p.m. at home to the Five Flyers. Glasgow Clan away on Monday, 5 p.m. You get that in Clan TV. And then back on Tuesday, 7 p.m. against the Glasgow Clan and Mr. Kitchen once again behind the mic. And um, I've enjoyed Marty doing, doing the job with you as well. He's been oh, great. Love yeah, him. he's enjoying He wants to come on the podcast as well. He's probably watching right now. I want them um, on let, let's make that let's make that happen in the new year early in the new year let's make that happen making dreams come true making dreams come true on the podcast <laughs> you know? yeah it's not like marty you know like we're we're laughing all like we're we were fortunate to come through the club at a time when marty was playing and remember fondly yeah. they, they remember the first goal in the obviously superb and he talks such 
ex-players like yourself, Simon, the, you see the game different. They're, they're built different to see the game different, and they're really, really interesting to listen to. I get to listen to them too. Yeah. You, Deco, you, Marty, you know, you, Wally. Wally's been a, a understatedly good as well. Um, to get the analysis from these ex-players is superb, so keep it going as long as you can, mate. And just for, I mean, I know you said earlier on that, you know, I disappeared for a minute and, and uh, you know, somebody else took my seat just to say that this it's not the same person here because i'm still here but you never guess who's just walked in here again who's walked in now what are you me i can't believe it all those people that were saying have you ever seen sis and santa in the same place at the same time there you go <laughs> you've just, just seen saying. it you've just, just seen saying it. no idea what you're talking about folks i was here all the time man. i just i was Absolutely. waiting to toilet. it <laughs> one last thing one last thing for any other business before we wrap things up I, I just want to check this there was a, a vote for the Paris Sports Club of the Year 2022 I know we've got a, a, a great guy Dave McAleese who, who plays for the, the Bangor Bulls um, and there, there's a bit of a vote going on for that have a look at our Twitter we'll put it back up again cast your vote for the Bangor Bulls for the Paris Sport Club of the Year 2022 and uh, well done to those guys it's uh, I want, it's great to watch and, and I hope we do well in that vote we'll put that back up on Twitter and on that note gents a very Merry Christmas to you Merry Christmas boys Merry Christmas folks you can get us I love love, love the tree David. it's a, a lot of hard work is that your mum and dad I, I, my eyes, I. He hasn't. <laughs> I haven't done that no, 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 no. <laughs> not add anything to it not just to bring a home wee bauble put it on now I think I can see an unofficial fight DVD hanging off it <laughs> <laughs> I got her. I got her one from China's shop, but she hasn't put it up yet. <laughs> and on that note, we um, you get us on exactly YouTube. On YouTube, on Facebook, on Twitter, you can get us on your normal podcast providers, Spotify, and all the likes. And uh, wherever you are, a very merry Christmas to you. We hope you enjoy your hockey. We'll catch you here next time. On a view from the bridge, Merry Christmas. Sports Social Podcast Network.